Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. Coming to you live from a bunker somewhere in the California desert. This is WWE Talk. Yo, 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 what up? This is your boy, the big Cali Kid, coming at you with another episode of WWE Talk. Um, Sorry I haven't done one in a couple weeks, uh, taking that little holiday break, but I am back, and I'm back with some big raw results leading up to this Sunday's huge TLC pay-per-view. So let's get right into it. this um, Monday night on Raw was the Slammy Awards, and uh, starting off the show was Daniel Bryan, who got a huge hometown welcome uh, right there in Washington. Um, it's good to see how interactive the fans are with him. Like that place, like was explosive. Uh, he ended up facing Fandango. Uh, as he gets ready to face all three members of the Wyatt family in a three-on-one handicap match at the TLC pay-per-view. Over the last couple weeks, uh, Bray Wyatt's been offering uh, Daniel Bryan a spot in the Wyatt family. Uh, Daniel Bryan, up to this point, has declined. But in my opinion, I think it would be awesome if Daniel Bryan accepts the Wyatt's offer following TLC and ended up taking on the authority. Um, I just think that would be a really cool twist, and I look forward to seeing what happens at TLC and after TLC with Daniel Bryan and the Wyatts. Um, The match with Bryan and Fandango was a pretty one-sided match. Um, Daniel Bryan dominated the whole match. Uh, Ended up hitting him with that big flying headbutt, and then uh, with that running knee to get the get the win. After the match, the lights went out, and Bray Wyatt delivered another message saying, as much as it's going to hurt him, uh, that this Sunday at TLC, they are going to hurt Daniel Bryan. And they said they're going to do this to prove that Daniel Bryan is the monster like uh, Bray Wyatt. And he again invited him to join lights came back on and Daniel Bryan and that his hometown crowd all chanting no 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 so um, again looking forward to seeing how this plays out at TLC Um, the first slammy of the night was the LOL moment of the year and that was presented by the New Age Outlaws Um, I was kind of disappointed when they came out because everybody knows the New Age Outlaws entrance, and it, like, saddens me that they ended up cutting it as, you know, oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Um, they actually edit it, and it no longer says ass. So, uh, slap to the face of old-school wrestling fans, like, they say cuss words and stuff on Monday Night Raw every week. I don't see what the point in censoring ass is. Anyway, the uh, nominees for the LOL Moment of the Year were Vicky Guerrero getting fired, 
uh, Titus O'Neil puking in JBL's hat, Ginger Mahal trying to snake charm Santino's Cobra, and The Rock concert um, when The Rock was singing to Vicky Guerrero. And, of course, that slammy was won by The Rock. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play the clip for you of The Rock singing to Vicky Guerrero. Um, I used to be a huge Rock fan. I'm not no more. Um, He's better off in Hollywood than in wrestling anymore, in my opinion. Um, But this was just classic Rock. Like, every time I hear this, it just... I bust up laughing. So I'm going to go ahead and play that for you real quick. This is just some good stuff. Uh, Hope you enjoy this as much as I do. And then we'll move on with the raw results. Late in the evening She's wondering what clothes to wear She puts on her makeup She brushes her short black hair And then she'll ask me do I look alright? And I said, no, biatch, you look horrible tonight. <laughs> Don't go anywhere, Vicky. Don't go anywhere. You're going to want to hear this because the world wants to sing it to you. Use all your power. Waste everybody's time. You dress like a hooker. <laughs> Not the expensive time. So get your ass to the airport. Take a one-way flight. Because Biatch. <laughs> You look horrible tonight. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's awesome. Um again, hope you guys enjoyed that. Um Next matchup on Raw was Santino Morella versus Damian Sandow. Um, Biggie Langston was actually ringside for this match. Um, not surprising. This was a one-sided beatdown on Santino. Um, at one point in the match, he went for the Cobra, which, like, when's the last time he's actually hit anybody with the Cobra? Um, but that aside, it was countered. Uh, Sandow then hit him with this finisher and pinned him. Uh, Biggie came into the ring afterwards, uh, played some mind games with Sandow, like flinched at him and stuff. Uh, After that match, the Shield came out to present the double cross moment of the year. Nominees for that slammy were Mark Henry uh, when he faked his retiring and uh, hit John Cena with that big world's strongest slam. HBK hitting sweet chin music on Daniel Bryan at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, allowing Orton to win the WWE title. Um, Paul Heyman costing CM Punk the Money in the Bank match. 
than, as I call it, the SummerSlam screw job when uh, Triple H pedigree Daniel Bryan allowing Orton to cash in uh, money in the bank uh, right after Daniel Bryan had won the WWE title. Um, next match was Kofi Kingston versus The Miz. Uh, these two have had quite a rivalry building up the last few weeks. Uh, last week on Raw, uh, they teamed up to go against Axel and Ryback. Uh, and the Miz was upset after that match and ended up slapping Kofi in the face uh, for getting pinned. Um, Kofi looked really impressive in this match. He's got that fire to him now, that ruthless aggression type attitude that I think will serve him well. Will eventually lead him getting back into one of the title pitchers, either U.S. or Intercontinental. One of them title pitchers here pretty soon, hopefully. Um, at one point in the match, the Miz tried walking out and uh, was pursued by Kofi, who threw him back in the ring. Uh, much to his disdain because the Miz ended up rolling him up, holding his tights, and uh, pinned him for the win. Um, Miz didn't really have a chance to celebrate because like, as soon as the three count happened, Miz turned around, bam, got hit with the sweet, or the trouble in paradise. And, uh, and that was after that match. Uh, the next slammy of the night was the Diva of the Year Award, uh, which was presented by the former Divas champ, Eve Torres. Uh, she was looking fine as ever. Um, that slammy was won by the Bella Twins. Uh, next up was a huge eight-man tag match involving Rey Mysterio, the big show and the tag champs, Cody Rhodes and Goldust, they went up against the Real American Swagger and Cesaro, Ryback and Curtis Axel. Uh, Mysterio and Ryback started this match off. Um, much like eight-man tags, was back and forth. Um, I'm glad to see Rey Mysterio back. He looks a lot healthier. Um, hopefully he can stay healthy and uh, sometime here in the future get a title shot. I would definitely like to see him as the champion again sometime soon. Uh, Goldust is looking pretty good as well um, since coming back and winning the tag titles. Um, him and Cesaro went at it near the start of the match, and um, Antonio Cesaro, man, um, I look forward to seeing what his future holds for him. Uh, he's just got that raw sight hardcore power like if he can ditch jack swagger and this whole real american thing and focus on a singles career uh he can he has the ability to go really far he's a talented young man um i know a lot of fans don't really care for him but um i try to look past my hate for certain superstars and uh, just see what their talent is and uh, he's definitely got the talent to make it far in the WWE. Um, him and Jack Swagger pretty much cleaned house during that, or for most of the match, actually, uh, tagging each other in and out. And uh, the end of the match came when uh, the Big Show ended up spearing everybody um, except Curtis Axel, who was in the ring with Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody Rhodes hit him with the disaster kick. And right before he hit him with that, Rey Mysterio had tagged himself in. 
So after the disaster kick, um, Rey Mysterio hit Axel with the 619 and uh, got him the win in that big eight-man tag. Uh, That was definitely one of my favorite matches of the night. Uh, Moving on, the Superstar of the Year Award was presented by HBK. The nominees for Superstar of the Year were Brock Lesnar, CM Punk, The Big Show, Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, and John Cena. The winner of this match, yes, 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 I completely agree with this, a thousand percent, Daniel Bryan. Um, This has definitely been the year of the beard, so to say. Uh, Daniel Bryan has been screwed over a lot, but he has definitely, like, made a huge impact in 2013. Uh, He has a huge fan base and it's just growing and growing and I look forward to seeing what 2014 holds for uh, Daniel Bryan Uh, next up was a rematch from last week on Raw versus Sin Cara and Del Rio Um, last week on Raw Sin Cara actually got a huge upset on Del Rio and Del Rio was not happy about that at all um in my opinion, Sin Cara was highly, highly impressive in this match. He took it to Del Rio right off the gate. Uh, I've never seen Sin Cara look this fierce since uh, he debuted, uh, which I think this is my what he needs uh, to get back on track. Um, he's been a jobber at most the last couple months. He's been like mostly on superstars and all that and hasn't really been making that big of an impact. And to come back and pin Del Rio last week was really impressive. And again, this week, uh, Del Rio was able to make a comeback mid-match after a slip-up by Sin Cara. Um, he then went to work trying to ground Sin Cara from doing his high-flying uh, stuff, which ended up failing because Sin Cara came back uh, ended up hitting him with the power bomb off the top rope, went back to the top rope and hit him with the huge swanton bomb, winning, getting a win over Del Rio for the second week in a row. Um, the primetime players came out after that to uh, introduce the fan participation award. Uh, these nominees were Bondongo for his uh, Bondongoing, uh, Daniel Bryan in his Yes chant, John Cena for his um, Let's Go Cena, Cena Sucks chant, uh, then R-Truth for his What Up, and um, winning his second Slammy of the Night was Daniel Bryan for his Yes chant. Um Right after that, Brodus Clay took on Xavier Woods, which was also a rematch from last week. Brodus Clay has this beef against him because um, I guess Xavier Woods uh, has something going on with the Funkadactyls. They like dancing and stuff with him better. And this was a very short match. Um, Clay ends up hitting his big splash finisher for the win. Then it ended up hitting it two more times after the match. Uh, 
this didn't go over well with Tensai or the Funkadactyls or anybody at ringside for that matter. Um, when Clay was walking out, he was saying it's his time. Uh, he's the main event player. Um, so I look more to seeing this. Look forward to seeing more of this vicious side of Brodus Clay. Um, Miz came back out afterwards and presented the Insult of the Year award. The nominees for this were AJ Lee blasting the cast of the Total uh, Divas, Zeb Coulter for his never-ending uh, ranting on everybody, pretty much from Canadians to any arena they go to, he's going to insult somebody. Um, Paul Heyman insulting CM Punk after they're falling out. And then uh, Stephanie McMahon for humiliating the big show uh, a while back when she started slapping him in the face and then ended up firing him. Um, that slammy was won by Stephanie McMahon for humiliating the big show. Uh, the next match was the best in the world, CM Punk, going one-on-one versus Dean Ambrose of the Shield, um, which is never a one-on-one match, in my opinion, when it comes to the Shield. Uh, this match is also leading up to another three-on-one handicap match at TLC when Punk takes on the entire Shield. Um, CM Punk has already said, uh, I may be going down, but how many S.H.I.E.L.D. members am I going to take with me? Um, Punk controlled the early going of the match, um, which was kind of short-lived due to him still having messed up ribs due to the spear from Roman Reigns a few weeks back. Um, Ambrose then took control of the match uh, for a short while. Um, The match then turned completely around when... uh, out at ringside, Ambrose was in the face of Reigns and Rollins, telling him he's got this. Um, Rollins and Reigns uh, then acted like they were going to walk away from ringside, and just that little bit of a distraction allowed CM Punk to hit um, the GTS on Ambrose for the win. Uh, after the match, Roman Reigns came back into the ring and once again delivered that massive spear on Punk. Um, which leaves me to question if there really is some tension going on between the Shield. Maybe if there is, we'll see. We'll see Sunday how it all develops, or maybe they're just pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. Uh, the next slammy of the night was the Extreme Moment of the Year presented by McFoley. Um, these nominees were the Shield taking out the Undertaker, uh, Ryback when he slams Cena through the stage. Um, CM Punk in the Hell in a Cell beatdown on Paul Heyman on top of the cell. Uh, then when the Wyatt family had that Inferno match against Kane, well, it was Bray Wyatt versus Kane in the Inferno match, but the Wyatt family got involved right there at the end of it. Um, moving on, we had a tag match between the Usos and the Wyatt family members, Rowan and Harper. Um, the Usos came off hot right off the gun, um, not wanting to give the Wyatts a chance to get going. Uh, that was short-lived after Ronan uh, tossed uh, Jimmy Uso into the turnbuckle, which allowed them pretty much to take over from there. 
The Usos did mount a comeback for a short minute, but ended when Harper hit a huge clothesline on Jimmy Uso for the win. Um, the final slamming of the night was presented by uh, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, the legend, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Brett the Hitman Hart. These nominees were um, The Undertaker versus CM Punk at WrestleMania, Cody Rhodes um, and Goldust versus The Shield, and Triple H versus Lesnar in the Steel Cage match, and then um, The Rock versus John Cena for the WWE title at WrestleMania. Uh, that Slammy was won by The Rock and John Cena. Um, after that, there was a Divas match, um, which I've said a million times. Um, these are snoozer matches for me. The Divas division is just garbage anymore. Uh, that match was Natalia versus Tamina, which was won by Natalia after hitting her with the sharpshooter, making her tap out. Finally on Raw, uh, we had what they called the Championship Ascension. Um, had 20 former champs in the ring, um, along with the Authority, Triple H and Stephanie, and John Cena and Randy Orton. Um, this was leading up to that huge, huge match this Sunday at TLC. This was the last time on Monday Night Raw that both the WWE and World Heavyweight titles will ever be in the same ring again. Uh, as everybody knows, that Sunday, the TLC match, Orton and Cena are going to face off. Uh, both titles hanging over the ring. The winner of that match will be crowned champion of champions. And I'm looking forward, like, really looking forward to this match. Um, um, they both uh, had a moment to talk. Orton was going off saying how, again, how he's the greatest superstar ever. Told um, uh, McFoley that he's shortened his career. Smack talk Bret Hart. Smack talk Shawn Michaels. Uh, Cena then uh, had a moment to talk, which uh, if you can go online somewhere and find, I was trying to find the clip for this, uh, but I couldn't find it. Um, watch that segment of the championship ascension. Uh, definitely... Definitely one of the best moments on Raw in quite some time. Um, at the end of it all, um, John Cena and Orton ended up throwing blows. Uh, Triple H, um, or Randy Orton shoved CM Punk's face, and uh, uh, CM Punk started going off on him. Triple H shoved CM Punk, who got pissed about that, and ended up hitting Triple H. Um, while this was going on, um, Randy Orton ended up getting shoved into Stephanie McMahon, uh, at the end of this brawl, which we saw, um, CM Punk get sweet chin music by Shawn Michaels, Brian then took out Shawn Michaels, and then after that's when Stephanie got hit, um, which, uh, much to Randy Orton's dislike ended up 
leading to him getting pedigreed by Triple H. Um, everybody cleared out of the ring at that point, and at the end of the Raw, we saw um, Cena standing next to the Authority, which leads me to believe that if Cena wins this match Sunday at TLC, we might see this heel turn that's uh, been rumored to go around, um, which I would not mind at all. John Cena's been this good guy for way too long. I'm a huge John Cena fan. I'm going to like him whether he goes bad guy, he stays good guy. C-Nation for life. I'm down with John Cena no matter what. Um, that being said, um, if you get a chance, watch TLC Sunday. It's going to be huge. Um, the championship unification is definitely the biggest thing I'm looking forward to. And with that being said, this is going to wrap up this episode of WWE Chat. Until next time, my friends, much love. Peace out.